So many times I've questioned certain circumstances or things I could not understand. Many times in trials, weakness blurs my vision and my frustration gets so out of hand. It's then I am reminded I've never been forsaken. I've never had to stand the test alone. As I look at all the victories, the Spirit rises up in me. It's through the fire my weakness is made strong. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy or the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered victory without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says give in just hold on our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again I know within myself that I would surely perish but if I trust the hand of God He'll shield the flames again. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy or the hill would not be hard to climb. He never offered victory without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision and the adversary says give in, just hold on. Our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again. Just hold on. Our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again. Thank you, Brother Kenneth. Wonderful to see everyone here this evening. And it's great to have all of our guests with us tonight. And uh, I invite you to start off in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 1. And I uh, would love to have you join me there. Okay. 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, and verse 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, and that's what we're doing here tonight in just a little while. And baptism is a necessary part of being obedient to the Lord. 
but it is not a necessary part in order to get into heaven. Uh, God made a way that people can be saved and enter into heaven, whether they're in the middle of a desert or in in an airplane flying across uh, wherever and headed to another place. Matter of fact, uh, when Neil Armstrong landed on the moon, he could have been saved then. And uh, there's no water on the moon. But God made a way with just simple faith and obedience. Baptism is a, an act of obedience showing the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not necessarily so much the death, but normally you don't bury alive people. But you have a burial, and then you have a resurrection. We have the death more accurately de- depicted in uh, the Lord's Supper. And the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Those are the two ordinances. And, but nevertheless, let's look at what it's all about. And so it's not about really baptism, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. I was uh, looking at some information uh, that I'd like to uh, share with you. If you have a, if you'd like to, you can, you don't have to, but you can look in your Heavenly Highway hymn book and look at page 126. I was reading, I actually like to read hymns, and the writer of this hymn, a beloved hymn, his name is Isaac Watts, and Isaac Watts was born July 1674. Now, that's a long time ago. 16, before our country was ever the country. Matter of fact, he died before our country became a country. He died in November 1748. He was an English hymn writer, a theologian, uh, a logician, which is a mathematician, a prolific and popular hymn writer. Uh, he was born in England, and he was a committed religious nonconformist. In other words, he didn't conform to the Church of England, and because of his controversial views, he was incarcerated twice. So, and uh, over almost a thousand hymns bear his name. Now, not all of them are published, and we have several. So uh, he kind of got away from the Church of England, nonconformist. Look at these words. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Was it for crimes that I have done he groaned upon the tree? Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. Well, might the sun in darkness hide and shut his glories in when Christ the mighty maker died for man the creature's sin. But drops drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away 
Tis all that I can do. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now, <laughs> I'm sad all the day. <laughs> it doesn't say that, does it? And so, folks, there, even in that hymn, 400 years ago, a man penned how that he had received Jesus Christ. So we see here, what is not about, pre- he didn't, Paul didn't preach baptism. He said, I preach the cross. And tonight, just thinking about that subject, at the cross. At the cross is where you got saved. At the cross is where you met Jesus. Somebody said, well, I'm supposed to meet Him at church. I'm supposed to meet Him, Brother Michael, at the gym. I'm supposed to meet Brother Michael at the elementary school. Well, you met Jesus at the cross. That's where you met Him. And we preached it before, the ground is level at the cross. Folks, it's all about at the cross. At the cross. Matter of fact, you know, many times that uh, God told Abraham and, and Jacob, He said, to, He met them. He said, when you go to Bethel, build me an altar there. And it says sometimes they went back to Bethel. Sometimes we need to go back to the cross. Not to get saved again, but to remind us of our relationship with Him. You know, when they went back to Bethel, matter of fact, I've preached several times, back to Bethel. Jacob went back to Bethel. It wasn't that he needed to be saved again. It was to remember his relationship with God that he had. So many times, you and I get caught up in the rat race. And, then, and, and most, most of you, these words are old hat. We look, the preaching of the cross is foolishness to the world, but to us, verse 18, it is the power of God. Matter of fact, it says that to, for us to share this, look at uh, just on down a little ways in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 2. For I determined not to know anything among you save, it means except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. On the, where was he crucified? On the cross. Matter of fact, that's what it means. On a cross. You know, some have hypothesized or imagined, or and of course researched that well, the cross was shaped like, uh, you know, like an X or something like that. And they, you know, you've seen pictures that Jesus was uh, uh, tied by a rope on the cross, and really the the shape in of itself is uh, not that big a deal, but I have a problem, you know, with just ropes. Sure, they used ropes a lot of times as they were nailing them, I guess so they wouldn't miss. But, uh, you know, when when uh, Jesus appeared to Doubting Thomas, he didn't say, look at my rope burns. <laughs> what did he say? Here, put your finger right here. I was nailed to the cross. Now, some say right there, don't matter. He was nailed to the cross. 
He has nailed it. He says, stick, take your hand and put it right here. See, Jesus, He bled and died at the cross. Did my Savior bleed? At the cross, I came to know Him. At the cross, I was made clean. At the cross, folks, Jesus doesn't ask you to save anybody, but He does ask you to share your faith. Tell other people about the cross. You know, the cross was hideous and deadly and it was scary and nobody wanted to even say that. Golgotha, the place of the skull, that's where they crucify people. That's where they put them to death. There's bloodstains on every rock on that hill. But today it represents life to us. Isn't that a contrast? Isn't that how things change? But think about something so simply tonight as the cross. <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad you're here. And I'm well aware that tonight is Super Bowl Sunday. But thank the Lord for inventions that you could, if y'all wanted to, y'all wanted to be here tonight, you had the option to record that thing if you wanted to on those inventions to do it for you. You know, and, and the Bible says, and, and number one, I, I don't want you to get the wrong idea uh, here tonight, but I just want to make mention of that because a lot of churches, because crowds run to that, to that. Uh, and, and I love football as much as anybody in this room. I do. I enjoy it. But I know that we've never... We've never turned out services for the Super Bowl. And we've never tried to really rearrange our services for the Super Bowl. And But at the same time, I don't think we should uh, think of ourselves as holier than thou because others do it. That's not the right attitude to have at all. But you know what we need to say? The Bible does say, you know, I can't speak for so-and-so down the road or another church. You know, we should never put ourselves above somebody else in that regard. But at the same time, my Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, you know, to, to be different, to take a higher stand, to take a higher road. And folks, I believe that higher road is Jesus. I believe that high road is the cross. It's at the cross that we, we have been transformed. It's at the cross that you and I can say, because of Him, I'm going to heaven. I don't deserve it. And that's what He said. I, for, as He described here, for sinners such as I, He died for sinners such as I, we don't deserve it. Paul, again, that uh, I'm still in 1 Corinthians 2, now verse 5, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I think about tonight. I'm going to keep my Bible open now. I've got one more verse I want to share with you. I think about tonight. 
You know, I, I had a chance to uh, talk to these young men. I uh, visited with Clayton here a while back and, and Hunter tonight. You know, and I ask people all the time if that's been saved, and I, I wasn't there, and I just want to know. And uh, and asked Hunter and 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 Clayton, and they told me about being saved. And I said, "Well, if you were, if a car was to back up out here and squish you, that'd be bad. Or if you were to die, where would you go?" They said, "Heaven." I said, "Why?" Because I asked Jesus into my heart. And you know that's what it's all about. And folks, if you if you if you have asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then I want you to take a peek at Second Corinthians chapter two. Excuse me, First Corinthians. Sorry, still in chapter two, verse nine. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. That's the promise. Now, I think the context is talking about the things that God has planned here. But it also can be used and applied to talk about the things there. In other words, we can't even imagine in our heart, our mind, what God has for us. As we prepare for a hymn of invitation, just maybe somebody tonight, you're, you're not sure about your salvation. Just, I, I would love to talk with you. Maybe you're saying, you know what, I, the cross is what it's all about, Brother Michael, and I've just been... And I'm just not walking with the Lord like I should. I just want to rededicate my life tonight. Maybe that's what you'd like. Maybe you know of somebody that's never been to the cross. Maybe you'd like to come pray for them at the altar. Say their name out loud when you pray. You know, when you pray in public, just whisper their name. God hears you. He's got great hearing. Unlike me, you know, God hears. He can, matter of fact, He can hear the thoughts of your mind. He knows what's on your heart tonight. He knows what you need to do just between you and Him tonight.